I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 38. It's uh, me, Dean Lowry, alongside my co-host Sam, uh, hailing from Matthews, North Carolina. Sam, uh, how are you doing on this uh, great Tuesday? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great. And I had a question, you know, I thought just to break the ice here, I, did, I thought it in my head, um, what do you call a person that is from Matthews? You call somebody from Charlotte, a Charlottean, but what is a person from Matthews? Um... You know, I've never thought about that. Okay. Well, if anybody knew, it would be you. But uh, that doesn't matter much now because we've got a lot to talk about uh, in the sports segment. So we're going to combine uh, other sports and uh, the Olympic Games. So let's get it started with college sports in Oklahoma and Texas. Will officially join the SEC in the year 2025. Sam, uh, what are your thoughts here? Um, I think it's ridiculous because... It's not. It's not like Texas and Oklahoma are gonna go into the SEC and just start dominating. Um, right. It's obviously a money thing, um, but I think that we will no longer see uh, Oklahoma in the college football playoffs. Whoa! Uh, some big words uh, there from Sam Carter, but you hear her first. Um, you know, this is definitely a money move. I think, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, you know, I think college sports are dramatically changing. Um, for the better or for worse, we'll find out soon. But uh, it's all about the money nowadays. So uh, uh, at least, you know, you know that's where their heads are at. Uh, but the NFL training camp uh, started this past week, and Carson Wentz has injured his foot and will miss 5 to 12 weeks of the regular season. A uh, big blow to the Colts. Um, but, uh, you know, teams are looking good. You know, obviously there's plenty of cool situations to talk about with the Patriots, quarterback situation, and all that. So, um, you know, a lot to look forward to this season. Um, but in the MLB, the LA Dodgers have made a huge splash to the trade deadline and now employ 14 players. We either won an MVP or a Cy Young Award. Uh, that's incredible. However, the Dodgers still train, trail the Giants uh, in the standings, and they only have three games left against them, and all those games are uh, in San Francisco. And for the Olympic Games, uh, we got China leading the medal count. However, the Americans are leading the uh, total count. I think the Americans, the U.S. has got like three more total medals. But China has like five more gold medals. And uh, in the race for the world's fastest man, Italy's Lamont Jacobs uh, won with a time of 9.8 seconds. Uh, Mir Sam definitely could not run that fast, uh, but Fred Kearley uh, came in second with uh, 9.84 seconds. So, uh, Sam, uh, in, I know you're not, Mir, you are not track experts, uh, but what would it take? Uh, you know, obviously Usain Bolt was the fastest man in the world for so long. Uh, what is it going to take for somebody to claim that title, or do you think that uh, Italy's Lamont Jacobs has already uh, claimed that? Um, I think you just have to keep shattering records. Okay. Um, I don't think one will do it, but you know he's on a good track. All right. Well, in uh, basketball, there are early concerns about uh, the USA's efforts, but Kevin Durant is now the all-time leading scorer for U.S. Olympic team, surpassing Carmelo Anthony uh, this past week on Tuesday. He helped lead the Americans into the semifinal as the red, white, and blue defeated Spain 95-81 by overcoming a 10-point deficit. Uh, Durant had 29 points, 31 minutes. Jason Tatum also had 13 points in 18 minutes. Um, Sam, I got a question for you. You know, does do you think that? Kevin Durant playing in the Olympics 
will help him get momentum, or do you think it's going to make him too tired and uh, ultimately hurt him in this upcoming season? Um, I don't think it'll do either, just because he's he's done this before. He's been mm-hmm. in the Olympics for a long time, um, and he's been playing basketball for a really long time. Right. So I don't think it will affect him too much one way or the other, um, but we'll see. Well, right, um, but uh, the the uh, American team, I think they will play either Argentina um, or somebody else. I can't remember. I should have had that written down uh, in the semifinal, but that is on uh, Thursday, uh, probably really early in the morning. Uh, but we'll see if the Americans uh, can take on the gold, uh, as they have done every year since 1992, except for 2004. And Simone Biles, uh, probably the biggest story of these Olympics, had a case of the twisties, and that is why uh, she decided to walk out on the uh, all-around uh, team final and not compete. She uh, withdrew from all the individual finals except for the balance beam. Uh, the twisties are when you, a gymnast cannot find you know, his or her you know, balance in the air and just has trouble landing, and that was obviously a big safety concern. She didn't want to take away from her team, uh, but she just took home the bronze uh, in that event. You can watch that tonight. Uh, Tuesday night on NBC, um, but her replacement teammates were able to shine, such as Jade Carey, who took home gold in the uh, floor exercise. And Xander Schauffele took home the gold in men's golf, uh, making a clutch part edge out. Gribbins, Roy Sabatini by one stroke. And uh, Caleb Dressel, uh, also one of the biggest stories of this Olympics, had the most gold medals out of any men's swimmer at these games, with five uh, gold medal performances. Uh, three of those were individual, and he said two world records in the process. So Sam, you said the Swimming was your favorite Olympic event. Uh, how does Caleb Dressel's performance uh, compare to that of uh, what has Michael Phelps has done in the past? Um. Well, you know he's on a he's getting there. Um, I think that he could definitely surpass Michael Phelps. Whoa! Not in my mind, but but in the opinions of other people, I think he definitely could. So. All right. Well, uh, he was definitely impressive. Uh, you know, I def- definitely enjoyed watching him. You know, he was just such a, you know, he just came out so hot, and it felt like he would just let every race. He almost gave a couple of them away, uh, but able to win uh, five gold medals. And, you know, it's kind of weird to think about the swimmers. You know, they have so many categories. And, you know, somebody like, uh, you know, in basketball, you think about how hard it is just to win the gold medal. Uh, where swimmers have like, you know, 40 categories they can win. And so it's so just something to think about uh, when comparing Olympic athletes. But Sam, any final thoughts on the Olympics and uh, other sports? Nope. All right, well, coming up next, we've got to cover a huge uh, section on uh, this NBA trade deadline, uh, you know, the uh, whole draft, um, and uh, obviously a free agency opening yesterday. Uh, so we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Carter and Lowry. We are here to talk about the NBA offseason. Uh, first, with some huge trades before the draft, Landry Shamet to Phoenix for Javon Carter and picks. Nobody cares about that. The biggest trade of the offseason so far, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers in exchange for Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montres Harrell, and Kyle Kuzma. Uh, they will be sent to the Washington Wizards. Um, Russell Westbrook will join LeBron James and Anthony Davis forming a big three in L.A., and uh, obviously, ball spacing is going to be an issue. But Sam, just give me your first thoughts on this uh, trade. Um, I think that it could go one of two ways. Um, either Russell Westbrook is dominant in Los Angeles, or he just 
stinks like he did in Washington. Um, I'm not really sure which way it's going to go, but I wouldn't be surprised with either. Well, uh, obviously, you know, spacing is going to be an issue because Russ Westbrook is not great, not great of a shooter. Neither is LeBron. Um, so, Sam, do you worry about, you know, if, you know, the game's in the line. Let me just ask you, the game's in the line. You know, who do you want to have the ball in their hands to try to make a play at the end of the game? Um, Anthony Davis. Whoa. Okay. Well, um, you know, obviously that's going to be an issue, figuring out who really is the leader of this team. I, we assume it's going to be LeBron, but Russell Brooklyn has been known to be a player who has been considered a ball hog. Uh, so we'll see how all that works out. Uh, but getting to the draft, uh, we've got Cade Cunningham going first, uh, Jalen Green going uh, second, Evan Mobley uh, going third, and Scotty Barnes is a prize guy. He's from Florida State. You know, my dad called him out. He said the first time I saw him, he said he was going to be a – uh, top five pick, and then you got uh, Jalen Suggs going fifth, uh, obviously, and a Tar Heel, Darren Sharp, was picked with the Nets at the 29th, so he'll join Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn. Uh, Sam, uh, does it surprise you at all that uh, Kay Cunningham went uh, first uh, overall? Um, no, it doesn't. Um, still, I would have gone with Jalen Suggs, but I think it's what uh, all the experts were predicting, so... I'm not surprised at all. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about the Hornets because they made a lot of moves uh, so far uh, in the uh, you know whole realm of whatever has gone on, whatever you want to call it, for the past week in the NBA. Uh, first, before the draft, they take on Mason Plumlee from the Pistons in exchange for cap room uh, for Detroit. They got a slightly higher pick. Uh, with their 11th pick, they selected James Booknight, who averaged 18.7 points per game at UConn last year. Great score. Uh, you know, he's very developed, um, so it'll be interesting to see how he fits along. Uh, you know, guys like Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball. The Hornets traded up to get Kai Jones uh, from the Knicks uh, using a first-round pick from next year. That is not going to be a lottery pick, uh, as it is guaranteed. Kai Jones is 6'11", and was the Big 12 six-man of the year. He was a monster against UNC uh, in that Texas game they played in the uh, Maui tournament in Nashville. I think that's a very solid uh, pickup. And then we got uh, Scotty Lewis and JT Thor in the second round. Uh, however, there were some bad news as the, the Hornets lost Cody Zeller to the Blazers and Devontae Graham to the Pelicans. So, um, you know, overall, Sam, uh, what do you think about uh, James Booknight and uh, Kai Jones? Um, I like Kai Jones um, just as a big man, um, but James Booknight, obviously he's a good player, but he's not what the team needs. Right. Um, I think that Kai Jones was, though, so maybe that makes up for the pick. Um, All right. But still, I think it's 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 positive as opposed to what we've seen in the past with uh, Hornets lottery picks. So, uh, yeah, that's right. So the potential lineup we could have, you could have Rozier and Ball, man, the guards, and then you got uh, Gordon Hayward at the small forward, Miles Bridges at the power forward, P.J. Washington at the center, and then on the bench you got Booknight and, uh, you know, I guess somebody like a Martin Twin could be there. And then uh, for the uh, uh, centers or forwards off the bench, you got uh, Bisbeck Biombo and uh, Kai Jones. So uh, a very solid lineup. Uh, the Hornets have not really made any free agency moves uh, as of now, but we'll talk about them next episode if anything happens. Uh, but big stuff happened in free agency last night. Chris Paul resigns with the Suns for four years. Um, but people were questioning, uh, Sam, do you think that this is a good move to sign uh, Chris Paul for that long, considering he's already 36 years old? Um, 
I I don't see him going to forty. So I wouldn't say it's a bad move, but it it's I think they might rethink uh, that in a few years. All right. Well, uh, the probably the biggest uh, swap uh, of a player to a different team has been Kyle Lowry. Uh, he signed with the Miami Heat for three years. Uh, you know, he'll be joining Duncan Robinson and Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler in Miami. Uh, Sam, uh, would you say that this team could should be considered to uh, be a team that could come out of the East uh, next year? Um, you know, we were saying that last year, um, but. Uh, I think that it's a stretch. I think that we'll see them make the playoffs, but I don't. I don't think that I see them doing any damage uh, after that. All right. Well, yeah, obviously, it's interesting. You know, when you bring all those players together, who I wouldn't say they're all all stars, so I wouldn't call it a super team. But bringing all that together and meshing it uh, together is going to be a, a difficult challenge. Uh, but Kyle Lowry is a very scrappy player, and uh, you know, I definitely be, think it'll be a good addition to that team. I think it really fits in well with uh, the culture there. Uh, but big news for the Chicago Bulls is they signed Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso. Uh, Lonzo Ball getting $85 million for four years. Sam, uh, was Lonzo Ball overpaid? Uh, yes. $85 million is a lot of money, obviously. And Lonzo Ball is not worth that, in my opinion. Well, he has been improving his shooting over the past few years. So uh, the Bulls, you know, obviously they're going to still have Vucevic and Levine. Uh, interesting to see if they can make the playoffs uh, this next year. You know, bringing a lot of pieces together, um, but they definitely uh, they got what they wanted. They said they wanted to get Lonzo Ball in free agency, and they got him. Uh, as I mentioned, Duncan Robinson uh, re-signed with his team, and Tim Hardaway uh, re-signed uh, with the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Trevor Reza and Dwight Howard both joined the Lakers. Dwight Howard, you know, was on the 76ers. Now he's back in the Lakers. Uh, the next sign. Celtic guard Evan Fournier and re-signed guard Derrick Rose. So all that's you know good news for those teams. And then looking up uh, at some other news, Blake Griffin stays with the Nets and Norman Powell returns to the Blazers. And uh, you know Lakers you know signed Cam Bazemore to, to kind of strengthen out the roster, uh, but they did lose Andre Drummond uh, to the Sixers. And now Sam, we got to talk about it. The you know finals matchup that I think the NBA. Uh, kind of set up here with this uh, free agency period is uh, Lakers versus Nets. So if right now, if I told you that this finals is going to happen, uh, which team would you pick to win? Um, I got to go with the more experienced LeBron James team. Um, they've been there and they've done it, and LeBron's done it multiple times. So I do have to go with the Lakers. Well, obviously, it'll be exciting and all, but I'm going to have to go in the opposite direction. I like the uh, Brooklyn Nets here. I think that this whole season, uh, the Lakers are going to be the oldest team in the league. I think injuries are going to play a factor again. Uh, We'll see if LeBron can stay healthy, but Anthony Davis, you just don't know. He's always been a question mark. Russell Westbrook has had injury problems in the past couple of years. They're bringing on a lot of veterans. Injuries could play a big part, and you know, I think that it's either going to be boom or bust for them. And they're either going to get knocked out in the first round, or maybe they'll you know make it to the finals and get swept, or they're going to just dominate. It all depends on the injuries that uh, come their way, um, but we'll definitely be looking forward to that one. Uh, so, Sam, any final thoughts on this uh, whole uh, NBA uh, free agency slash uh, draft period? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Carter and Lowry, and you'll hear us next Tuesday.